Hello. Well, welcome to this week's Mucky Up Punch podcast with me, your fabulous host. And Keith, you're not so fabulous host. Oh, like you. Hello. I've just realised something. I've done. Dipsticks not talking to the fucking microphone. Wow. <laughs> I got yeah, so carried but... away and being fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they call it. That's what they call it. Um, hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> um, how is everyone? Um, I'm suffering, but apart from that, it's all good. <laughs> um, and Gareth's now got his microphone sorted. Have you got everything else sorted there? Got your head? Got your ears? I need, to turn, my, I need to turn my thing off on my phone because last time I, I did but it's a bad boy. Hey, I did everything fucking else. Just give me shit. Anyway, this week we'll mostly be talking about Star Trek Generations. Yep. The new Doctor Who trailer. And ass Oka. Hey, Biff, how are you doing? Well, you made me watch Star Trek Generations. So, you know, the fact that you watched Ahsoka. No, 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 no. Star Trek Generations compared to Ahsoka is fucking Shakespeare. Yes, it is. Um. It's just I, how they dealt with Kirk in the end was a problem. I, I think that's more egregious, um, to be honest, than 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 Ahsoka. Ahsoka is just like mildly disappointing. Whereas, although I mean, what, what do you want to talk about first? Because we could we could we could get Ahsoka out do, of the way. Can we can we, can we do Ahsoka first? Because it's yeah. shit. Yeah, I need to get over and done with. Um, I mean, I think. All right. So so two things. Um, yeah. Featured two television stars that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. One was caked in makeup, and the other one was hidden behind a mask, which is really annoying. So we yeah. had Wes Chatham, Amos from Thingy, was hidden behind the golden like stormtrooper mask thing. Is that Wes Chatham? That was Wes Chatham. Oh, awesome! What a well, fucking then three, waste. Sorry. There's three act people that you really enjoyed because it's Claudia Bloody Black as the witch. That was the number. The second one was Claudia Black. I thought there was. Who was the other one then? Uh, You're telling me you don't enjoy Mad. um, What's his face? Nicholson, the guy is Thorn. Because, you know. He's a bit fat. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. You know, I'm sitting there going, he looks a bit frumpy. Am I. uh, Is that just me? Am I allowed to say that? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. It's not just me. He 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 did have a bit of a, a round belly, didn't he? Hello, Steve. Yes, he did have a. He he was he he mm, clearly that time in exile has um, caused him to to go. I I was it right? There's a part of me. One there was like five minutes worth of content in that entire episode. Five minutes. You could edit that down to five minutes. The problem is there's so many dis- different opinions by this. You know, I, I no, no, no. Like... It's not opinion. This is this is fact. Well, like, no, you get, it is. You get me those episodes. It. You get me those episodes ripped all in the same format. I will chop this thing down to just under an hour. And you know the worst thing is it'd be fucking brilliant being under an hour. But that's typical Disney Plus. But there there are people that are enjoying. It. I mean, Star Wars theory is loving this. Which surprises me, bearing in mind that he's, you know, not been a he fan of Disney cancer, Star Wars. Yeah, but he's loving this. 
I, I, you know, I was all for the casting of what's his face as Thorn because you know he does the voice so well, and he mm-hmm. was and used to be a stick thin person. It when he came out, he did look a bit frumpy, and they didn't put the ridges on him. They've done all they've done is paint his face. They haven't put the sort of raised sort of. He has ovals like the cartoon version and the the comic version had sort of ovals of kind of things around his eyes. His his he kind of had these bits that protruded, right? And they didn't do any of that. And I, and I, I felt that was a bit of a letdown, but the voice is there. The voice is there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, through and through. And I, I, I enjoyed that. I was wondering what the hell are going on the Stormtroopers. I kind of like the guy that they've cast as Ezra. I thought that was quite good casting. No, no, no. no? My problem with that is he looked like some weird Arabic fellow they picked up off the street. He needed to be a bit cleaner i think i probably preferred if, if he was a bit cleaner because you remember ezra was a fucking kid last time yeah, but he saw him in thingy i know but it just doesn't it doesn't it it just doesn't connect yeah, i don't think he, I, I think i think i think that they 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 could have they could have done i could just done fucking they could have done anything to be honest with you if they just had um i don't know anything but what they put on i watched i fucking hate that i'm sorry man i really it's 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 this is garbage i mean actual garbage seriously i i i i'm 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 this is this is jody whittaker first season doctor who bad that's how actually no because at least with that we had controversial things to cover where this is so, so if no i did the food analogy and i compare tv shows and things to food yeah Mm. So it's like kind of Transformers movies are McDonald's hamburgers, yeah, for example. Or if you a Chris Nolan film is a three-course meal, that sort of thing, yeah? This here is a slice of dry white bread and a glass of water. But is that because you're so anti-Star Wars now? Is no, it's because... not. It's No, I think, I think anyone who, who, who can't see... Just the long drawn out, long overdrawn out nature, and the blandness of everything going on. It's got. It's, I may have some kind of comprehension issue, um, because I just I I I, I watched it and, and I was. I mean, I I very much feel. What's happening? No, no, that's what I was doing. I was I, was, I found myself looking at my phone more than the screen because it was so fucking dull. I, there are, I. I yeah, I don't know. I could argue this about Star Star Trek, but I I don't think it's spectacular. But I don't think it's Jodie Whittaker bad. I no, it is. It is definitely Jodie Whittaker bad. Okay, so that's 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 Ezra Bridger meeting Ezra Bridger. Big key plot point. Yeah, hmm. right. So they they've they've spent the entire series looking for Thron and Ezra Bridger. Thron gets his moment where he gets to come out, walk down towards them. Quite good entrance. Okay, I'll accept that. Good. We'll put that in the positive column, yeah? Ezra Bridger, Sabine, who's been after him, like, no fucking problem. All right. Yeah, all right. She, I was expecting to run up, give him a big hug, and then punch him in the arm, saying, what the fuck did you do that for? That's what I was expecting. One of those things mm. where it's like, or slap him in the face, or do something a bit more meaningful than what they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what yeah, I mean I... when they saw the Edge of Bridger character incorrectly. Yeah, that needs to be some kind of emotional thing. Okay, they're not a couple or they're not romantically involved. That's fine, 
but this is a mate, yeah? So, for example, yeah, if I hadn't spoken to you in, like, three, four years, yeah? Well, seven years, sorry, seven years, and I saw you, hmm. there would be some kind of, I would, it, you know, it, I'd give you some witty put-down of some sort, yeah? Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't be, you're right, Keith? It wouldn't be that! <laughs> well, she does would it? She does hug him. She does but run she up and hug like, him. That's not the first thing she does. She doesn't, and then and because the actress can't sell stuff without saying stuff. So, for example, Picard, you have the scene where you've got Picard and Shaw, and Picard looks at Shaw, and in that look, he says, "This is my son. We need to keep him safe." And Shaw, go, Shaw goes, "Ah, fuck! You're right." Just by looking, no dialogue. Yeah, hmm. none of that either. The actress who plays Sabine is shit. She is fucking terrible. You could replace her with a cardboard cutout and someone walking behind her, and they do just as good a job, along with Ahsoka. I'm, I am I'm, beginning I'm not to think that, say that Dave Filoni, you know, might have the idea for Star Wars, but I'm not sure he's a good live action. Person. What he needs to do, what he needs to do, is he needs to team up with a person who's a good scriptwriter. Some, this is J.K. Rowling's got the same problem, yeah. Mm. When she wrote, uh, what's the second Fantastic Beasts film? Yeah, because she writes and she writes and she primarily writes for books, you have to retool this for TV. And it's the same if you go from 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 a comic, uh, sorry, from a cartoon writer to a thing. Mm. Yeah, I've just seen the comment. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen the comment. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> um, but it's it, it it's just it's it's annoying. There should have been also there should have been some kind of big musical thing for Thrawn when he came out to really sell him because they had everything else apart from the music there. Think about Darth Vader's entrance onto the onto the. Uh, the I thought the, the music was the there, but. Oh. Because as he's walking through the lines, but the trouble was, I was paying attention to the fact that he looked a bit, well, fat. He looked a bit more like Captain Mangren than he did Thorn, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so, it, and that was the trouble. I did, they had Captain Mannering vibes. Um, God bless you, Arthur Lau. You were amazing. Um, but you know what Hi, I, um, um, you know what I mean. He. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I was slightly, I was slightly let down, disappointed in Thorn. Um, I thought the act, you know, the actor was going to be great, but you know, he's put on a bit of weight, unfortunately. And I know I'm one to talk, but honestly, the character is meant to be slim and thin, and the voice is perfect. The voice is there, and the menacing is there. And the minute he looked at that Jedi, um, you know, the 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 dark Jedi guy, you know, you know, he's about to die. Right, you can see him turning to the to the good side. Um, I I don't know. I look. I enjoyed Anakin coming back. I enjoyed Hayden Christian coming back because she Hayden Christian was really good, which makes me think that Lucas should never have died uh, again. I'm going to say this: Lucas was never a good director. Lucas should not have directed Episode Three. And actually, it, 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 that's it, the it, same thing that Dave Filoni's got. He needs someone to sit mm -hmm. with him to make it fit into the television world or the film world or something. And the same with J.K. Rowling. She needs to have someone there when she does the same thing too. It's not... It's not... It, 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 it's not you've got... He's got to create... 
He has merits. That's a polite way of saying it. he yes. has merits in what he does. But being left to his own devices, not a good thing. He should have learned that with George I Lucas. I think he's good at animation. I don't think he seems to be that good at uh, um, at live action. I think he's cast the. He's definitely cast Hera wrong. We can. I. I don't mind Ezra actually. Ezra looks all right to me. Um, the, they've got the blue eyes. They've got the the. I mean, Ezra was a slightly tanned skin. He was. I always thought he Persian. Came across as like um, Jewish looking more. Well, as that, when might, I say that, I mean like from Israel sort of thing. It didn't surprise me to see that kind of Persian Arabic look because that's what I was kind of visualizing he would look like. Um, and having the beard and hermit, that kind of makes sense. He's been on the planet living with walking tortoises. Um, Ewok tortoises, because let's face it, they're Ewok stand-ins. Um, I didn't find it as egregious as you, but I didn't find it, like, I don't see what Star Wars theory sees in it. Um, I liked hearing vo Thorne's voice, but mm, I can see what you mean by Sabine. The trouble is she looks more like Sabine. thing is, I forgive her because she looks more like Sabine, and I just can't get past Hera because the facial features are wrong. I, I, I say this, they should have cast a black woman because the facial features work. It's the facial I, I features I think they should have work. cast someone who could act the fucking part first. Okay, she could have been a dwarf and, and pulled the character off. But he, he, here's something that I noticed this week, and I want to ask you this. You know the little girl that played, um, played the younger version of... Um, uh, Ahsoka Tano and also played a young um, Gamora. Gamora. Now, both of these women are black, right? Mm-hmm. She's half Jewish, half Puerto Rican. Now, effectively, Disney of blackface. <laughs> that, that's what they've done. Now, no, I, I can't... Why? No, I wouldn't say that. Because she's so, white. So, so Katan is orange. If anyone should be offended, it should be Donald Trump. Isn't the see, this is where I think they're getting away with it. But based upon Hollywood standards, technically the adult actresses are both black. Therefore, based upon Hollywood rules, should they not have cast a young black girl? No, now, no I liked no, this kid as Ahsoka. Don't get me wrong. I really did. No, I liked her. I thought she did a very good job. Have... They should have just hired someone who ticked one of the fucking diversity boxes according to Hollywood rules. Regardless, just, she just needs just... to be a lesbian in a wheelchair. I'll be honest with you, so she can tick more than one box. I'm, I, I'm, I'm and not trying to be all diversity, blah blah blah. But it just, it did. Oh, don't, don't, don't go down there. Don't go. No, down I'm not going down that route. I'm not going down that route because I think it's hypocrisy. But um, and I actually really don't care. But it did surprise me somewhat that no one else has cried, you know, about this. But then uh, I realised that it's because they're wearing green face because uh, Gamora is uh, green. Um, but that's what do you call it? My argument is no one's watching it. Well, this is true. I mean, the figures, you know, well, it's true. The figures are really low. Um, it's now come out. I mean, going back to our Disney is fucked. The Marvels has now reportedly cost two hundred and seventy-five million to um, make. Um, that that ain't going to make the money back. Minus whatever our UK, our, my stupid UK government is giving them, because I imagine they probably get thirty to fifty million dollars back in tax rebates. 
it's not going to be. And you heard that Indiana Jones, an Indiana Jones film, closed on three hundred and seventy-eight million worldwide. It's officially a flop because it's crap. It's Kathleen uh, Kennedy needs to go. What point? You watched, what point does did it you count watch it? I still now? haven't watched it. It's on I Disney Plus now, isn't it? Not here. It's not. That's weird. Okay, it it's on Disney, I'm, sure it's in, I'm sure it's on Disney it Plus, but I, I chose to watch Welcome to Wrexham instead. Much better. What? Yeah, I, I, I just haven't bought myself to watch it. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't sit through that much of Phoebe Waller Bridge, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I mean, I am yeah. going to watch the uh, Blue Beetle because I on based upon your recommendation. So I have got it, that right. Remember, lined up it, to watch. I would my recommendation goes like this: if if it's on and you got nothing better to do, watch it. But that first yeah, third that. is going to drag like fucking crazy. That's that's my. My my thing because it's I've, I think it's like it's okay. There's some bits that they they really the family bits I I actually really like, um because they do some of that which they should be doing in other films and and stuff. So yeah, it, it's funny. I was going to watch it today, then I noticed that Amazon Prime have got the first episode of the Continental on, and um I needed to um I wanted to watch that because Mel Gibson, and I have to admit, he's only in it a little bit. But he was pretty fucking good. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty fucking good in it. And uh, he has this whole sort of kind of mafioso scene at the beginning. I mean, he's he's in charge of the Continental and he's got this guy and he's basically goes through how, how you know, you know, he's part of the ta- high table and he goes through all the sort of like, you know, uh, stuff. And then he's like, you know, you, you know, if you want to keep, you can you, you've got a choice here and and he, he goes through all this he's subtle about it and then he sort of starts hinting that his family might take it he goes or you could just jump off the ledger and everything would be all right <laughs> and, look, and he was done in a comic comical way he was smiling but you know behind it was deadly serious and it was like yeah he sells that he does so it was nice i mean i know i know mel gibson is a really controversial person but he plays a badass quite mm. well and it was kind of nice to see him on screen. I don't um, think Blue Beetle film itself wasn't non. It had plenty in there. I'm not going to say it didn't have plenty in there, but it wasn't non. I wouldn't describe it as non-stop. I'd probably describe it as every 30 minutes on the dot regular. Um, are you the saying marketing this be- was? I was going to ask Biffa. Are you saying this because you've seen it? Um, or are you are you basing this on some of the videos? Because I wasn't going to watch it based upon all the videos that people put out about it. But then Gareth said, I, I, no. "But but my thing was watch it if you've got nothing else to do and you're just like sitting on the sofa and you're bored." Hmm. Yeah, it's not. It, if it's on, watch it. But there's nothing to go out your way for. I think it's probably the best way of describing it. If you watch I it, wasn't then going you know. to. I am okay. planning to go to the cinema next week to see the creator because I'm hearing some really freaking good things about it. So, mm. and the second trailer just looks spectacular. Um, and some of it's filmed here. So it's filmed all around here. Mm. So um, I'm looking forward uh, I'm, to seeing I'm going to watch that. It's like Biffa said about watching The Expendables 4. It's, uh, not, so suppo- I- it's, it's, not, it's not supposed to be um, clever or... or, or, okay. or- Good. I, I, again, I have to ask this. When you say it's awful, is it kind of like because you could argue that Expendables three was awful, but I kind of loved it because it's just a big dumb movie with you know lots of big dumb 
80s fucking you know movie stars in it is it is it like that or is it just like shit because it's hollywood modern hollywood why why do you say it's shit the expendables 4 that's why i'm i'm asking Hell, that would be um, a stupid gamer. I I I genuinely want to uh, I, I genuinely want to know that because I've I've enjoyed the Expendables mu- uh, movies. Oh, I loved Expendables. Come on, it can't be that. Just, think well, it can be. That modern modern Hollywood. The last three were made before all this shit came came in. So oh, yeah, it, I, 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 it can be terrible. You, you know, it can be terrible. <laughs> Um, I got a cinema. I got a cinema pass. I'll just watch it on the cinema pass. Cinema just cost me, it cost me three pound for a coke. I don't. I don't go to the cinema enough because there hasn't been any good movies. To be honest, There's, I uh, haven't. I'll, my my cinema does um, redos of old films. It's a Jurassic Park. Watch Jurassic Park in the cinema with Dexter, That's awesome. which is fantastic because he, he hadn't awesome. seen it, and I'd like been thirteen when I watched it last in the cinema. It's thirteen years old. It's over thirty years old now, isn't it? Is it thirty years old? Is it yeah, it's thirty years old. Yeah, it's thirty years old. Jesus. Okay, I'm going to go and watch the thing again in the cinema at Halloween. That's awesome. That's I mean, look, if you're going to watch old films in the cinema, then go do it. I mean, I still think you know. You, I'm glad that I managed to see the original three Star Wars movies in the cinema because now I get you know what everybody said about that opening scene with the battle star coming over. You know, it's it is epic on a big screen. It is fucking epic on a big screen. So, Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Sorry. Um, wrong Star franchise, Destroyer. my wrong friend. Deduct one point from your nerd card. Um, um, I've got a headache. I'm suffering this week. Um, Same. So I've got a slight hangover because I, I drank half a bottle of red wine last night. I wish and... it was a hangover. Um, I had a weird fever last night, and I and I started listening. I've been re-listening. I can't find a decent Audible book, so I've been re-listening to some Audibles, and I've started on Hell Mary again, and I had freakishly have you, fever have, dreams. Have you listened to the uh, the alien like audio play things I did? There's one called Out of the Shadows, based on a book by Tim LeBron, I think, or Lebanon, no. or, or whatever. It's um, it's really good. I recommend you do it. It's a really good story. I, it's got Rutger Hauer in it. I have an author that I really like who wrote some science fiction novels that have been really, really good with a, a Saki alien AI that's amazing. And he's now started writing some contemporary magic books. He's got a talking dog in there and a talking cat. <laughs> they are quite good. Um, but I'm now, I've run out again. So I'm, but I'm re-listening to Project Hail Mary because apparently... Long delayed, but it is now going. Once the writer strike is over, it is apparently slated to go into um, production, starring Ryan Gosling. I think it could be a good movie if it's made right. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but uh, yes, anyway, something we should uh, we should talk about um, something that actually I'm now looking at going. Hmm, this could actually be quite good. Are we going to sit through the whole? Because it's a fucking long trailer. But um, that's we can we can we can just we can pause it. Do you want to go through the trailer and then pause it, or do you want to pause it as we go through? Pause it. Pause as, it we, as go we go through. through. No copy straight. Okay. Um. So. Right. So hang on a second. So it's, Moffat's done. Sorry. Russell T. Davis did what Moffat did with the 60th, where yeah. the TARDIS is getting dragged along on a, on a crane. But 
I kind of like that. Nice little Easter egg, you know. Um, mm. and, and we know Kate. Well, we know that unit are in this, so again, it, it's a nice little Easter mm. egg. I thought that was kind of so cool. They've got Avengers Tower, by the way. So, one, yes, who I bought know. Avengers Tower? It was units, and then they moved it to London. So, it's looking old. I know. I don't want him to look old. I don't want anyone to be old. Not even me. Sometimes I think there's something missing. Like I had something lovely. She doesn't. <laughs> Yeah. It's good. No, Damn it, the actually, woman is not aged. <laughs> I love her. That, that actually saying this one makes her look a bit older. The other one, I know, but she has aged that bit. I mean, they keep playing up all the old um, uh, what's her faces sketches. Am I bothered sketches? And I completely forgotten about the Tony Blair one. That was a f- that was fucking amazing. That Tony Blair one. Um, <laughs> Have you uh, seen the Doctor Who? Yeah, it's what, like, sir, are you the Doctor, <laughs> sir? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's um. And it's gone. I lie in bed thinking, what have I lost? So, are they going to kill her off? Don't know. I don't think That's so. That's a question. But, but they could do. Mm. Oh, what this friend? Donna Noble. I had to wipe her memory to save her life. If she remembers me, she will die. So what happens next? The spaceship crashes right in front of her. It's like she's drawing us in. Mmm. Mmm. What? It's 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 purposefully left out the trailer, not focused on. But um, yeah. What? I don't get what your 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 issue is there. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. The hell? Okay. Got Sorry for podcast, podcast listeners. <laughs> she fripping clobbers him then. <laughs> I don't believe in destiny, but if destiny exists, then it is heading for Donna Noble. So, mm, something's happening. I don't know. I can't, I can't yep. figure it out. I've, I'm not in tune with that. There you go. You've got Neil Patrick Harris as the uh, celestial a toy, maker. toy maker. Which has been confirmed. Worst kept secret. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Which is hmm. fine. You spent uh, spent money. But hang on a second. All right, hold on, hold on. That's not Martha. Unless you've seen Martha. I think Might there's going to be a lot of people back that this I'm trailer hoping, is not showing. I'm hoping. I'm hoping there is too. But uh, we'll, I think we'll, we need we'll some after. after a very yeah. long time, something's coming back. Who are they? Monsters. <laughs> there's something so bad the TARDIS ran away. Yes. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yes. Then we go and kick its ass. Go, Donna. There, Avengers Tower. It is kind of Avengers Tower, isn't it? It does have that vibe going on, doesn't it? It has. It's got the bloody fucking heliport thing poking out the, the top of it. It, it does, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I'm liking it at the moment. It, it, it feels it, like uh, Russell T. Davis Doctor Who. It feels like Doctor it, Who. It, yeah, it does. It does. Hmm. Russell T. Davis takes over Doctor Who, and what's the first thing he does? It brings back Unit. Yeah, but she was not his creation. No, no, she wasn't. No, but, um... she was. But yes, he's bring back. He's brought back oh. Unit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of what's his Chibnall dumbass wiped it out, and then he's brought it back, which I'm quite quite grateful for. Um... What do we do this time, Doctor? How do we fight the human race? something enter this world see i'm thinking there's like three is this showing like bits of from three because it's like Episode. four episodes isn't it yeah three but he is recognizing me who is he the one who waits open fire why does it have to be here i think he dies at the end i'm just saying <laughs> sorry i know it's fucking obvious but I don't know if I can save your life this time. Worldwide premiere. But I don't think these scenes are in order because I think that's near the beginning, that scene. Mm, because, yeah. you know. Mm. Right, that's I'm going to say. Most... Go I'm going to say this, right? Having watched Sex Education, Anuti Gawar is incredibly gay in this. But I'm, I'm watching it going. I got you know, when you watch Sex Education. I got really annoyed with him until towards the end. Then I really liked him again at the end, right? And I was watching him at the end, going, "You could wear what you like, and I still think you're going to be a good doctor." I just, I've got, I might be wrong. I could be completely out of here, and Russell T. Davis has gone completely left wall, and you know, it's all going to be shit. But there's just something about Shooty that just, that just. I don't know. I think he can do it. I do. I do. I, 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 I want to see it. He's not gay. You know that, don't you? Well, I bet he is. His girlfriend, his, his girlfriend is, is a photographer. I think he is gay, but well, well, okay. I'm, I'm, but I don't care. I think he. I, I want no, to could see you imagine that? The, the whole, the whole thing is, is just he just plays gay so he can get parts. Because that's a brilliant actor. If that's the case. Um, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure on him. I'm not. That's not. Do you know what? You know what? I think like, the thing that bugs me is I wanted to see Wilf. Just a fucking screen flash. There's of Wilf. A, there, there is right. There is a shot that he's where Don's standing up. You can't see it. That you you see his hat. So it's not I don't the know. same. I know, but I think it. again, there's a reason why they're not showing it. This trailer doesn't show you anything. It's a very clever two and a half minute trailer that makes you feel all the love, which it does. It's a damn good trailer, but there's a lot not in this trailer. I mean, we we have got to get multiple doctors, right? You you've got to do it, right? How you do it, I don't know. Um, but if there's no Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi fucking cameo, despite what they say in this, I will be, you know, will be upset. But I think we're going to get it. I, I think mm. we're going to get full on fucking Gallifrey the whole fucking lot. But I could be wrong. But it looks good. You know, it had 
right, right, all the feels. On the trailer's good. Doesn't mean the TV series is going to be good. Yeah, I agree. I agree because Indiana Jones trailer was pretty good. Um, I like that. I, and I, I, yeah. I admit that the film was not appealing. The trailer was good, but the film was not appealing. I'm I'm quietly looking forward to this again because the trailer did make me feel like this is Doctor Who. This feels like Doctor Who. You know, the bit where fucking Donna's mum wallops him. It's like, yes, this feels like Doctor Who. I and I don't know. I I enjoyed the trailer. I've watched it a few times. Um, it's made me a bit excited for it. Um, they haven't given us a date yet, but I assume that the mm. first one is going to be in and around, you know, the first airing of Doctor Who. So it'll be what middle of November, won't it, or something like that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be no, it'll be twenty twenty third of no twenty third November. But we're meant to be getting all three episodes. All right, or, hang on a second. The final episode will be when it airs. Hold, hold on, hold on, do. hold on. I'm gonna just. This is the. This, that's the trailer. Yeah. I'm. The, uh, I want to show you the Day of the Doctor trailer, which was shorter. I want to tell you. I want you to. I, I want you to be honest. Yeah. One's more exciting than the other. I've been running all my life. Through time and space. Every second of every minute of every day for over 900 years. I fought for peace in a universe at war. The time has come to face the choices I've made in the name of the Doctor. Our future depends on one single moment of one impossible day. The day I've been running from all my life. The day of the Doctor. Right, we're doing it for two reasons. Yeah, 23rd November. So the tw round of the 23rd of November will be the thingy. That's one of the reasons I was going to do it. And two, I think that's more exciting. I get why you're and saying I that. I think that's a member berries better too. I, I get why you're saying that, and I thought the same thing. Um, look, we are so switched off from Doctor Who. I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, because... I mean, you know, that whole timeless child and everything, it it, it it ruined 50 years of Doctor Who for me. And, I, I, and to this day, it pisses me off that the BBC allowed to do it. It's that fucking moron in charge of BBC, Piers Wagner. It's not just Chris Chimble. It's Piers Wanker as well. You know, you do not... You do not take a show that is 50 years old, well, 55 years old when they did it, Right or fifty-six years old when they did it, with fifty-six years of history, with an actor who is long dead, who has always played the first Doctor, and then for your own ego, remove that because it's an insult. It's insulting to the actor. It's insulting to the history. It's insulting to the fans, and and. What was it done for? What was the reason? And then to not even properly explain it 
and then to kill off the whole universe and not bring it back. I mean, you know, it they they brought the show to its knees. It cannot get worse than what it has been. So anything to me is gonna it's gonna be slightly better. Uh, I, I love I, David I Tennant. I know now what you say, and I think I've changed my opinion that Matt Smith was better. I think I now agree with you on that. Um I liked Peter Capaldi, but I don't think he had as good enough writing as as Matt Smith had. So, sorry, Mr. Moffat, but he didn't. Um, but I love Peter Capaldi's regeneration. Um, I do love the speech he gives at the end. It's still one of my favourite speeches. Oh, he th- does. That, the thing with that speech is that's that speech isn't from one doctor to another. That's from Moffat to Chibnall. I know. And that's and that's the listen. beauty of it. When you look back at it, and this is this is Moffat leaving a message to Chibnall. Yeah, and I mean Moff- Chibnall fucking ignores all of it. Moffat dicked with the, the the line of doctors, but he did that with the new era of Who, so it wasn't as egregious, it, and it actually he, worked. And the only reason he, they did it was they couldn't get what's his couldn't get yeah, uh, Chris, Chris to come Chris back Eccleston, and actually they replaced it with John Hurt, which was in many ways kind of awesome. Um, but they didn't replace the first Doctor, and they didn't replace the fact that the Doctor is from Gallifrey. 56 fucking years. The Doctor was from Gallifrey. So, I mean, I don't know how... I hope to God that he wipes it out. I hope he redcons it. Um, but it's the only way that the BBC is going to get fans to come back. I mean, it was so egregious. It's unbelievable. And these people... That, that go oh it wasn't that bad it's, you, you, you've, you've become numb to this you just don't care you're not that great a fan if you do not think this is egregious then you are not a real Doctor Who fan and I'm not fucking gatekeeping as I've been accused of you're not <laughs> dude you spend way too much time on Facebook um, I know so we talk about something nice well almost um, nice well, yeah, okay. Better, I will, better, not I will nice, say, better. I will say this, apart from me taking the piss out of you, I haven't actually seen this film for probably about 15 to 20 years. Um, not the only one. Do you, know what, do you know what really got me, really got my goat, is that all of the Star Trek films were on ITV, iPlayer. Yeah? Um, sorry, ITV player, whatever it was, yeah? And they've all come off now. So I had to spend £3.49 renting it from YouTube. So, have I really taught annoying. you enough? Have I taught you nothing? I am not. I do not sail the high seas. I do not um, sail the high seas. Sorry, it's not. It's I'm. Yeah. Um. Any. Any. Anyway, the first thing, right? I, I was going to send you this. Um. There is a YouTube video of it, but it was never finished. It filmed, but there is a very famous deleted scene right from the beginning. Because, you know, the opening credits of Star Trek Generations is the spinning champagne bottle, right? Yeah. Originally, originally that was going to be interlaced with Kirk doing a skydive from, well, an atmospheric skydive. And it has, um, you know, it has Chekhov and Scotty on the ground trying to spot him and then Kirk coming in, right? And you can watch this. If you type in Star Trek Generations deleted scene, there is a scene where it shows how it was going to be interlaced with the bottle and how it was flying through. And then Kirk lands. He goes, I land precisely when I, where I meant to. And then Chekhov goes, the landing site was 30 meters that way. <laughs> it's a brilliant little sort of Kirk moment. And I don't know why they removed that scene because it kind of gave you 
that Kirk, you know, was missing being on the bridge again. And and you know, he was trying to do stupid shit like jumping out of a out of a plane because he missed it. And actually that would have made you feel slightly, only slightly better about his death because he, he couldn't do retirement. But because they never showed you that actually removes something from the film so my first criticism is you know i i very rarely watch a deleted scene and go why did you delete that it would have made the film better there are two movies that always stick to my mind of when i see that deleted scene i i want to go and slap the director for deleting it one of them is that scene from generations and the other one is hannibal the movie right they cut a scene where clarice goes back to the the dungeon and she walks around the corner to see his old cell and he is superimposing the glass but it's only very faint and it was just such an atmospheric scene that made the movie better and they deleted it it's the same one again with generations i don't know why they deleted it for me it's aliens theatrical crap versus the special edition the century canons explain why they didn't just come down the tunnel from the bloody thing don't know why they didn't go over ground was the other one too so yeah, I, I agree. There are ones that they, they they cut out things, and like Terminator Two, when they've after they've shot the T one thousand, shatters into pieces, and then it starts touching stuff, and it can't control. It's uh, it's morphing, morphing. But power. again, you see, with um, Cameron's movies, he he was forced to do it. I mean, you know, the cinematic version of The Abyss is a load of shit. The actual proper director's version that he then put out on DVD, where he included the wave and everything at the end of The Abyss makes the abyss still one of my favorite movies but the movie only makes sense if you watch the special edition um mm. some say the same about blade runner but that's a slightly different debate for another time but um yeah we'll we'll do, we'll do we'll, after we go through star trek we'll work out where we're going from there so i mean you know so we get we we, we get the launch of the enterprise b and they've reused the star trek six um set for it um which was blatantly uh, obvious and they I kind of kind of retrofitted the excelsior model too which i yes, think is a bad did. thing i know the enterprise excelsior model did look pretty cool actually i've forgotten that it did look pretty good you looked um, at that and went nah it's not so bad apart from the enterprise c which looks shit um i still like the enterprise c but i've seen i i'm part enterprise of a c? I'm part of a, 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 like group, a, of people? a group model of no people taste. that build starships. And actually, the Enterprise C is quite a nice-looking little ship. But anyway, we'll, we, mm. we can debate that. Um, no, it's but not. Generations. No, I'm not. I'm always right. Um, when it comes to starships, I know what I'm talking about. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I draw them. Um, <laughs> how many times yeah. have I come up with things for starships that fucking Star Trek nicked? Voyager. Fucking Voyager! <laughs> it still bugs oh, me. I it still no, bugs me. Was, you stole that from Batman. Yes, but it was my idea before Voyager did it. Just because, just because someone has the same line of thinking. My, no, my idea. Let's just go back to the film because it starts off and we see it entirely from Kirk's perspective. He's gone on the Enterprise B. They're just taking it out because they've installed the warp drive and whatnot. And he's um, he's 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 fighting the urge to push the captain out of the chair and sit in it. Yeah, all the way through the, the entire time there. You've got Tim Russ, Tuvok. It's one of the the bridge crew, along with oh the lady who plays Vasquez in Aliens, Jeanette Goldstein. Um, they're sitting 
sitting on the bridge, which, which is cool. They've got like reporters and shit. And you can, there's, there's another thing too. You can see there's a bit of tension between William Shatner and Scotty and Chekhov. Mm. There's like an underlying tension between between them, mm. which, because mm, that was William Shatner's awkward years. Um, but <sighs> that happens. He has the opportunity to take the chair back. He goes, no, 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 I'll go, I'll go sort out the deflector array. Uh, do you want any milk? I'll get some milk while you're at it from, from down the shop. And um, they go off and, sorry, I missed the bit where they, they go for a run out. They get a distress call. They go and then try to rescue the people in distress call. And they're the, what are the what's Guinan's race called? Lorian. Alorians. Lorians? Alorian. Okay. I think it was Alorian. Alorians. Alorians. Yeah. Alorian. We call him Dave. So the Dave race, everyone's Dave, I can't believe it. The Dave race uh, have, have flown their ships into the thingy. Well, I think what's happened is they... No, they're escaping the Nexus. They're escaping the Nexus. So they were escaping the Nexus and, and Malcolm doesn't, McDowell's no, counter... No, doesn't give me... The... Mm, they were escaping the Nexus. They were in the I Nexus. I don't think they were escaping the Nexus. I think well, they that... hide those ships. They flew no, them in because... there and the crew of those ships didn't know what the fuck they were doing. No, because Malcolm McDowell's character is like, I want to go back. I want to go back. And uh, Chekhov has to, um, you know, sedate him because he wanted to go back in. And then it's mentioned, Guinan says to um, Picard, because she's been in the Nexus. They were coming out of the Nexus. They were escaping the Nexus. So they were had been in the... And then, you know... Doctor, what's his face? Ma- Malcolm McDowell's character spends the next seventy-eight years trying to get back in. That's kind of the premise. Um, or it's his whole motivation. He wants to go back in, um, and spends the next seventy-eight years. I was paying attention as much as you make me watch this bloody film. I was paying attention. No, no, no. <laughs> this this is good. not a great film. Good film, not great film. I will say that it was better than I thought it was going to be, but the ending ruins it for me. Um, but I, I want to speak you slightly along because there was something we, we I forgot that actually um, was was quite cool. But anyway, um, you're right that, that anyway. So the one of these ships gets blown up. The other ship um, they managed to beam. What is it? Forty something of yeah. however many hundreds of people on the ship off before that ship mm-hmm. goes boom as well. Um, and then Kirk finishes his work. They fire off the deflector dish beam because it's always a fucking deflector dish beam. Um, and what's the point of having a deflector if you're not going to fucking use it? And uh, as the as the Enterprise B is moving away, um, because we might also point out that they could have used a tractor beam, but you know nothing was installed till Tuesday, including torpedoes. So, um, but Scotty has his moment, and uh, they start moving, you know, the ship away, and then the you know the electrical sort of thing hits the side of the Enterprise exactly where Kirk is, and we're left with a gaping hole and no Kirk and very somber and looking Scotty and Chekhov and captain of the Enterprise, B. Mm. Cut to the original... 75, 73 years later. HMS Enterprise. No, it's it's not. It's just some made-up shit that they've got because they want to take the piss out of Wharf. Um, no, the Enterprise was it a is. boat. Um, it was, but it, that wasn't there. It didn't look fucking anything like it. Um, but anyway, so they're on a mass. boat, and uh, it's the next-gen crew, um, and Wolf is getting promoted to lieutenant commander, Wolf, and there's a whole sort of 
weird scene of them reading off the, the the charges, which turn out to be like, "You've done really well. You're a good boy, Wolf." And then there's a whole good walk boy, in the plank scene. He grabs the hat, and then Wal- um, Riker removes the plaque, tells the computer to remove the holographic thing, and Riker falls in the water. Then you get the that whole right. sort of right, data. Go on, go on. I've got a problem with the holodeck. Yeah, so. You've got the the archway in the holodeck, yeah? So I always yeah. picture the holodeck is it's literally a flat room uh, and it's a mixture of light force fields and replicated matter in order to 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 create your surroundings, yeah? So the the where the archway is, that's the edge of the projector, yeah? That's where if you walk past that this says game over, yeah? Now when Picard pulls up that thing goes, "Oh no, my family's died in the fire." Um <laughs> The other crew are on the other side of that archway. And then the other crew on the other side of that archway. Mm. How? Yeah. TARDIS. Um. <laughs> TARDIS. Right. TARDIS. Um. I, again, this is my first problem with this film. There was entirely no need for that. What was the point in killing off his family? Dave, there was right, no... Hang on, hang on, Keith, mm. Keith. This film, right. That was incredibly cheap. They reused the, the 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 bird of prey exploding from uh, Undiscovered Country. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, they pretty much reused the Excelsior model for the Enterprise B. Everything looked like it was kind of reused. They reused the set from from TNG. They uh, they reused the body. I think well, Klingon bridge. Did, from what they got. But they actually did some really cool stuff with the TNG set um, sets because they relit the whole thing and it looked really fucking good. On film and i've forgotten how good the bridge looked and actually they fucked with the bridge as well they put in a few computer screens at the back of the yeah, bridge on so the, they, on they, the they redressed yeah. it yeah um and they did a lot and that bridge set looked so damn good when it really film version of the next gen bridge looked really good right and that and that and you see i i've read a thing about um what they did for picard season three and um, Terry Metalis likes Generation's version of the bridge, and I agree with him, and I get it now. But they had to sort of make it recognisable with the TV version. So if you look at the way it's lit in Picard Season 3, it's half and half. It's purposefully a mesh between the two. Mm. Um, but I loved the look. I thought it looked really good. And, and film-wise, it does look good. Um, yeah. But I still, I mean... It was a bit of a MacGuffin, killing off Picard's family, so he could go into the Nexus and want to oh, be with his not family. Te- no, that's not, not that's not a MacGuffin. That's just a poorly done motivation, which is not the same as McMuffin. But anyway, God, we I could get, do with McMuffin. We get the whole then data. You know, we're going to focus on data and him developing emotions. So, data does something which I thought was really funny and I don't understand why the crew didn't think it was funny where Data pushes in because Data couldn't understand why Wolf falling into the water was funny and then he asks Beverly Crusher and she says it's spontaneous so Data pushes her in I laugh at that I think that was funny right I thought the others were just being dicks to him yeah I thought what Geordie should have turned around because god no Data that's really out of order and then gone that would have worked better it was kind of funny. We all push each other into swimming pools. It's kind of funny. Um, it was a poor execution of an example that was funny versus not funny. Um, and 
anyway, so then Data decides because of the you know the emotional turmoil of that, even though he can't feel any emotions, he has to have the the, the emotion chip fitted. And then we get the whole Data, you know, going on a crazy thing. Um, basically, cut a long story short. There's a there's a it goes so quickly, but actually takes about half an hour of the film. But it feels like it goes really quickly. There's a there's another distress signal on a, on a space station. They rush to the space station. There's a moon blowing up, uh, or the sun no, is is going no, supernova. So they have to um, no, take not, every... not 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 initially because they got attacked by Romulans initially. Yes, that was it. Because the Romulans were the tricobalt, uh, not tricobalt, trilithium. Yeah, so they so they examine that's it. So the Romulans are there. Then they examine the station um, and rescue uh, Malcolm McDowell's character and a few others. Um, Then they go back to scan the whole thing and then they find his um, sort of secret lair. And it's at this point Data is like laughing and then going sort of crazy and his chip fuses apparently. Um, Mm. And it's at that point that Malcolm McDowell comes back um and you know wallops geordie and data you know shits himself um and doesn't rescue geordie and then mcdowell fires off a missile at the star the star starts to go supernova and then he's sort of rescued he beams off we don't know where yet then we find out it's lursa and batol the two klingons from i think season six or seven of next gen that were the two yeah, I, I always appreciate when I always appreciate when they do callbacks to actual episodes. They did. And that was that, that was, was a, a good callback. callback, and they were you know suitably villainous. They, oh, they, these are the people you'd expect to be buying secret super weapons to try yeah. and take over places. Yeah, uh, you know that's that's them and some Ferengi. What's it called? What was Cork's cousin who owns the moon? He would be oh, the other person. It was Jeffrey Coombs's character, wasn't it? And and. Because Jeffrey Coombs played him. Um, because he played so many fucking characters. Galen? Is it Galen? I can't remember. But he was. It was Jeffrey Coombs in, uh, as 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 him. Um, because, uh, see, so one of my favourite episodes of Deep Space Nine is the one with, um, um, what's that, what's his face, Rockstar, who played the Vorta, and it's the magnificent Frangri. Who was the, who was the, who's the Rockstar with the long hair that loves Star Trek? And was it played a Vorta? It's not Savage. What's his name? Oh no! You're, no, I know what you're thinking of um, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, right? One of my favourite Deep Deep Space Nine episodes is the Magnificent Ferengi. Fucking brilliant episode! It's still, it's a really good episode. Um, and Iggy Pop is a Vorta. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Jeffrey Coombs' character. Anyway, so. Um, Malcolm now fucks off with the Klingons. Data's taken back aboard the Enterprise and is now, you know, emotionally wrecked how his friend, he let down his friend Geordi. We get this stellar tarcography scene, which is kind of cool, uh, with Picard working out yeah, where the yeah. beam is going. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking... Beva, please. There are children watching. Grand Nagus. <laughs> Grand Nagus. Nagus. I don't yeah. know if I don't know if he. Uh, yeah, it does sound a bit. If you were tongue slips while saying who that, who played the Grand Nagus? Wasn't that? Um... Oh, that's the guy who did the, one of the voices in um, Toy Story, the dinosaur. Yeah. Rex in the dinosaur. Oh man. Anyway, going back to the thingy, the the Lursa sisters or 
whatever it is, go and um, rescue Soren. Sean Wallace. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they do that. They go to cut. Was it the cartography? They realise that he's using the destroying the stars to shift the path, uh, the path of the ribbon. Um. And then we get so you... into Viridian, the Viridian system. Um. And whilst Viridian three, and this is the whole reason that the Enterprise was salvaged because Viridian three didn't have a population, but Viridian two did and it was 200 million so you know picard goes there 30 million sorry yeah you're all right 230 million um there is a brilliant um video done by the roddenberry archives on youtube if you haven't watched it of the salvaging of the enterprise and spock turning up at the grave of kirk really good yeah um, yeah i saw that, that 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 kind of deep fake thing um I've got nerd battle going on in the comments um <laughs> um i thought it was william wallace um, um so then we get to viridian three um and lursa uh, uh the the uh what's his face uh the the, the klingon witches are waiting there uh and what we don't know is that um they've they be, they let geordie beam back and what we don't know and it should have been fucking obvious right um is that they put like a little spy camera in geordie's visor no, right. it was obvious. You had fucking Malcolm McDowell wandering around with his visor and a sonic screwdriver. I know, I'm saying it was obvious. I'm being sarcastic. British oh, okay. humour. British humour. I know our I American friends tell. might not get it. Dude, you're, you're British. You're meant to get it. You make the most sarky vlog ever that no American understands. I use you as an example of British humour. <laughs> um, still fucking funny. Um... <laughs> um uh, Saki, right? So, yes, it was fucking obvious, and he should have been checked, right? Anyway, so they, they watch Geordie walking around, and once Geordie... There's a great scene where where he's lying on the hospital bed, and then um, um, doc, uh, the doctor looks over, and they're like, Ugh! Human females! Oh, so disgusting. I'll be, honest with, you. I'll be honest with you. I, I, Gates McFadden would have scared the shit out of me, too, if I was on that giant fucking view screen, and her head came on. <laughs> like that. Um, just imagine just this. this like, oh, oh. But I do like that they, they were like, yeah. Um, so uh, that was good. Um, and uh, anyway, cut long story short, Jordy goes to engineering. They see the shield. Uh, what is it? The shield. Um, what what um, resonance frequency. frequency? See, it's on. And they realize that they can then, you know, bypass the shields and they start shooting the shit out of the Enterprise D. Meanwhile, Picard's beamed down to the service of Viridian 3 to try and stop um, Soren from Sorry. firing off the thing. Um, basically, the does Klingon really, bird of prey... Just to point out, mm. his Winnie the Pooh moment was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> where he has his Winnie the Pooh bit where he decides to climb through the hole and get stuck for Soren then to just blast the shit out of him. But I will say Soren's a shit shot because I would have got him because he's like stationary for fuck's sake. Um, it's not like these things get affected by wind either. Um, he did have that sorry. cool kind of hand phaser, didn't he? He had that um, you know, like, Spider-Man fan. Um, um, anyway, so Picard tries to stop him. Um, the Klingon bird of prey shoots the shit out of the Enterprise D. Enterprise D, basically, they realise that they can um, get the... That, sorry, they they realise they can get the 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 Klingon um, bird of prey and they managed to destroy it. 
um, which they do, but not before there's a coolant leak, which basically means you've got five minutes to warp core. So they have to do the separation of the ship. Obviously, it's a big ship. They right. have to get Hang all the on. kiddies Hold out. Keith, Keith, yeah. Keith. What? There is a very, very well-known trope slash cliche in Star Trek involving warp cores. Go on. What do you do when the warp core, there's a problem with the warp core? You eject it. You don't sit there and destroy the other half of the ship. I know. And actually, according to the technical <laughs> manual of the Enterprise D, it does have an ejectable warp core. Um, and in fact, the Enterprise, the Enterprise E does it in the next fucking movie. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> oh no, it's the. No, it wasn't the next movie. It was one after. They eject the fuck. The Enterprise E objects the warp core in one of the movies. Um, but um, it does. It does. Um, no, it doesn't. Two thousand nine, Star Trek. No, it's Enterprise E. No, there's a scene. I saw a picture of it the other day of the Enterprise E's engineering without the warp core. They ejected. I just can't remember which movie. Voyager does it. Yeah, Voyager did it. Uh, Voyager did it in the Year of Hell. Um, because if you actually done it, then... ah, this doesn't 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 technically count in the Year of Hell because it never yeah. happened. Um, <laughs> but oh god, there's me geeking out. Um, so anyway, cut a long story short, they separate. Um, too late. But they, it's too late because they don't have enough clearance to get away. So when. Uh, the star drive part goes kaboomy. It sort of, the shockwave pushes the uh, saucer no, section. No, no, what? Ab they're absolutely fine. It's not that. It's when matey destroys the local star that there's a problem. No, it's a shockwave from. I right, 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 right. I, 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 I know I'm right on this, and I'm going to fucking prove it. I'm going to prove it. I'm oh, going to prove it. Do you want me to? It. I can, would you like me to prove it too? Yeah, I can prove it. it. I could probably prove it quicker than you. Right, so Nerd fight, screens. ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, got... podcast listeners. We're going to have... This is going to get a fucking copyright strike if I ever got one. Um, um, if I can... Don't play the volume. You just... just... It's obvious. Um, I've got it. Oh, shit. I need to lock... Hang on. I need to switch accounts. I've got it. I've got no. it. I've got it. I've got it. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. I've got it. I thought I had it. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, there we go. Right, here we go. Star Trek Generations. Here we go. Right. Oh, it's over there now. Look, it's all the way over there. This is really annoying when you have four bloody screens. Right. You're the one who chose to have the four screens. They don't die. They all smash into the front of the Enterprise. Well, they should have airbags. But it's no, not, the that's reason... not what kills them. Oh, no. I'm saying what... Yeah, okay, we're talking about two different scenes. The reason that the Star Drive starts crashing into the planet is it's hit by the shockwave. So it can't stay in orbit, right? Because there's nothing wrong with the star uh, with the saucer section. The saucer section is flyable, right? And they um, all survive, Keith. I'm not they saying all that. Survive. Y yes. It's not, yeah. The problem is that the star goes no, off and just... You're misconceived. You're right. The star drive causes it to crash on the planet. It's a yeah, shockwave. Yeah, that's obvious. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're going, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Your yeah, I haven't gone to the bit the where, where Soren had fired off the missile into the star and caused the whole thing. And then, you know, you watch it. Once they've landed on the planet, you watch it get ripped up by the bloody um, shockwave from uh, the star going, boom. Yes. Yes, I'm not talking about that bit. Go back. We haven't got to that bit. No, 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 no,
Waxies, 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 nerf fight. See, no, even Biff no, is saying Keith no, is right because we're talking about. I know that the planet causes them to die here, although they don't die, but they do die. Um, it's before that because we haven't got to this bit yet. But they haven't crashed yet because they they all they no, all I, get onto the but, the saucer section. Keith, mm-hmm. Keith, the bit that Picard went back and undid was the star going yes, off. I know. If but he we didn't, haven't... they'd still be fine. Uh, right, I'll, I'm going to rewind back. I was talking a bit about where they get off the star drive, and I was saying because he only had four and a half minutes to get off, the explosion from the star drive causes the saucer section to nosedive into the planet. Right, that's where I got to. They nosedive into the planet and crash onto the planet. Soaring, meanwhile, because Picard doesn't uh, do it on his own, fires the missile into the sun. Star, star goes boom. Computer goes boom. Um, <laughs> And then the shockwave kills everybody and brings in the Nexus. And you see that famous scene of Soren going like that in the in, in the beam, and then you watch him you disappear. Need some dance music. You need dance music yeah. to that. Some nineties. Uh, it does look like a nineties rave. You know. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um <laughs> and then um <laughs> and then we're in the Nexus. So we get this weird ninth Victorian Christmas scene. With Picard looking a bit dodgy, <laughs> um, yeah, come sit on my lap, little boy. Um, and there's this whole thing, and then Guinan randomly turns up in Victorian wear. You're in, you're in the Nexus, mate. You're in the Nexus. It's not real. Do you, right, get out of here, buddy. Do you remember Coupling? Yes. Do you remember the one with the episode called Split? And there's a scene in that where they're having a nightmare. And you see it from Steve, Steve's nightmare, and Jeff turns up, and he's like stealing all his porn, yeah. And it's like kind of, what are you doing it? Turns around, and goes, call it a gift, and then it cuts to Susan's nightmare, where she's kicking him out of the house for having too much porn. And then he's like, oh, I haven't seen this one, and it's like, what are you doing it? Call it a gift. That's how I see Guinan in this, as in that little kind of weird like puka thing showing up. So she has this whole conversation and convinces him. And she somehow knows that Kirk's there. And she says, you can't. She basically says that the Nexus exists outside of time. So essentially, you can go back. You can choose to leave the Nexus, which makes no fucking sense. But you can choose to leave the Nexus. But before you do that, because Picard says, I can't stop him. So it's like, before you do that, you need to... um, um, you need to, uh, you know, get some help. And there's another person that's just turned up here. So cue the very famous scene of Picard meeting Kirk in a cabin and some bird that never existed before that we don't know who who she was. And Kirk, at some point in Kirk's history where he was going back to Starfleet because he chose to leave, which makes no sense um, because Kirk was never, never done that. Um, never no, talked about that. No, no he might. He, he grew old. He just might have mellowed out here. No, but it was meant to be backs. young Kirk. It was meant to be when he was younger. It, you know, he looks old, but it was talking about a pit period in his time when he was much younger, um, and that's what it was talking about. So, um, anyway, he convinces Kirk after a horse riding scene, and Kirk that they're they're in some you know weird reality. He convinces him that it's um, a good idea 
to uh, stop this guy. So they both sort of come out of the Nexus somehow, even though they're still in the Nexus. I reckon they're still in the Nexus. It's all a dream. <laughs> um, but uh, they managed to come out of the Nexus. One, two, and one and two. Sorry. They they have a they have fifty fifty cuffs with Soren. Kirk ends up on a bridge, does a death-defying thing to get the the remote because Soren drops the remote, oh. and so right, Kirk jumps across. There's a yeah. right, hold on, hold on a second. There's a bit where they have the fight with Soren. They knock him off a cliff. He grabs onto a rope, and you watch the poor stunt person. He swings off, and it must be like a bungee sack because he smashes his head with no helmet against the top of the cliff face. Yeah. We'll go back and watch it. It looks so fucking painful. And they even put a sound effect in there too. Um, I saw it. I saw not it. Not like I a cartoon it. sound effect. I remember <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah. And then that's... And then Kirk, you know, Soren drops the remote that has kind of got like the force field around the, the probe. Um, and he cloaks it as well. So Kirk... You know, it's stuck on a bridge. Kirk has to jump across the other side, gets the remote while whilst the bridge is sort of really unstable. He manages to, you know, zap it, turn off the cloaking device, and so Picard can then lock it. Meanwhile, the bridge is all shaky, shaky, and then the next thing we know, Kirk falls down attached to the attached to the bridge. Oh, no, no, um, no. He flies off spinning around. Yeah, he does. Yeah, really yeah. fucking... Um... And then the most egregious moment in Star Trek history of all time, including Discovery, Captain Kirk dies, which was just wrong. It should never have happened uh, um, on um, screen. Um, and, and, um, and to... Um, uh, who's the guy who plays Sulu's... Uh, who's the guy who plays Sulu? What the fuck? George Takei's... George, George Takei. Chagrin. Yeah. George Takei's disagreeing. What was his last words? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just... He should have landed, Yeah. Picard should have gone down there, looked at him, looked at his dying, and he says, I'll see if I can do something. Looked away, turned back, he's gone. Mystery. Mm. And then he turns up, and there's, there's stories of, of, of Captain Kirk fucking turning up and helping captains out when they get really, when they're in the shit. Um, it was apparently Malcolm McDowell, right? Malcolm McDowell's um, response to killing Captain Kirk was, So what? <laughs> he was like, I don't give a shit. I never watched Star Trek. And he was getting death threats and everything at the time. But they were from nerds. It, it was one of the it was one of the worst decisions ever, and I agree with you. He should have just disappeared. Disappeared. Um, so just disappeared, and then it could have been a mystery, and that would have been fine. We could live with a mystery, and then at the end, little thing of stones to say, "Well, I think Kirk died here," and a little cross saying, "Maybe you died here. Maybe you didn't. We don't know." Mm. But yeah, I, the, I always, the, the, I mean, it was the whole thing so, about trying to pass the baton. But you didn't need to pass mm. the baton, really. You didn't. You did. You didn't need this metaphorical thing of the original crew passing the baton. They lived seventy-eight years apart. You didn't need Kirk to do that. And you'd already had the passing of the baton with Scotty's episode in Next Gen, with McCoy at the beginning of the fucking, you know, um, a Farpoint episode where there's an elderly McCoy walking on the ship. You'd already had all this. So I didn't. You didn't need it in this movie. I. I wish. I wish they hadn't done it. I, I it, to this day it bothers me. Um, and it, it's not the best next gen film. It's not even the best next gen episode. I and it was like an episode. It wasn't really a movie. And and they did a really bad thing in it. 
Can I, can I so, ask you a favour? I've just realised I, I need to do an edit. Know the bit where he, he falls off the bridge and he goes spinning down the thingy? Yeah. I need to get that and I need to get the um, thing from Monty Python where the guy goes, I feel happy! <laughs> My brain's gone, that would be funny. Um, it, I, yeah. it's still, I, still, I think it's still better than most of the shit we get today. Yeah. It's still better than Star Trek 2009. Do you, do you know, it's funny. Um, the podcast guys have done something really, really interesting. They have managed to sort of put together, to the best that they can, ratings, right, across the web, everything, for all of Star Trek, right? So all of the Star Trek TV shows. So the worst rated, and they've done it like on the old sort of seven five six one kind of mark you should watch it's an interesting video anyway the lowest rated and this is this is this is not them because they then put their list up to show what they think are the best star trek shows and it, it doesn't agree agree but the lowest rated was the animated series then it was star trek prodigy which i actually think is a travesty because prodigy was quite good then it's discovery strange new worlds was at number five so hang on a second. OG, Generations, Voyager. Well, Picard Season 3, if you Ent take Season Voyager, 3. Voyager, Deep Space Nine. I'm not saying I'm in order, by the way. Yeah. And Enterprise. So it beat out probably Enterprise. Voyager came in at, Voyager came in at number four. Um, next Gen Deep was Space number Nine's one. Deep Space numbers, there was number two. Number three, original was, one, was en Enterprise, I think. Um I watched the video earlier, but it was it was really interesting. Um, but this, Discovery came in because uh, they took all eleven. And Discovery, Discovery was number nine. Um, I will I will find it for you because I watched it earlier and I will confirm. Um, but it was really um, really anyway, interesting. They, they missed a really good joke at the end, right at the end. Where Riker's talking to Picard and he goes, I always thought I'd get a shot at that chair. To which Picard should have turned and goes, You can take the chair with you if you want. <laughs> hmm. They missed that. You can have the chair. Don't need the chair anymore. It's not attached to a starship. Number three yes. was the original series. Sorry. Number three is the original series. Uh, Strange New Worlds uh, is performing better than Enterprise. Um, oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Lower Decks is at number six. That clearly, the, the the shit's wrong, Keith. No, this it's is wrong. no, no. This is the viewership. When you look at their list, because they then showed their list, they showed their. Right, this and is, now this hang is... on a second. So, the, so mm. the first problem you've got with the viewership, yeah, goes as follows: um, anything streaming isn't disclosed, so you don't know. They called this the definitive ranking, and they they spent enough time trying to 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 get it in. It look as much as I hate this. It makes I'm not surprised by the Strange New Worlds figures. Strange New uh, Worlds right, is far right, more popular than Discovery. Right. I uh, can name and, all the people I know who watch and Strange don't forget, New Worlds. And it goes like yeah, just hang on a this second. Is, yeah. No, they fucked up. That's bullshit. No, they Still, didn't. And they no, gave no. the reason why Enterprise didn't. Because and this is true. Enterprise had limited viewing because of UPN. When 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 Voyager had less viewing than Deep Space Nine because of what they did to the network. And at the time, UPN was like a yeah, limited number Keith, of viewers. There and are that's no, why. There, there are, for Strange New Worlds, only one set of figures were released, and that was for that musical episode. 
watch the video and you'll understand because I'm not I'm not doing no, it right. No, this no, because there's definitive... no figures, Keith. There's no. Fi I can tell you there's no figures. You've told me there's no figures. We know there's no figures because if there were figures, they tell us. If they were getting 35 million people, they would tell us. If they're getting 16 million people, they would tell us. I don't. I it would don't, be on the on. Nielsen's Let streaming me see how, results. How they 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 said they did it. Um, they fucking made it up. No, well they didn't because they 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 it based it did. upon something. Well, mm, well they I, based I, it upon. If it was if if they're using the parrot parrot analytics method, they can fuck off because that's wrong. And that's one of the reasons that we've got such shit TV. Oh, because it's twin trending on Twitter. I think they've taken fan it. rankings. I think it's based upon fan rankings across TV. Is it volume of fan rankings too? I don't know. But I know other that websites, I, dead I, websites I, too. I knew that the, the reason movies? why Enterprise ranks lower than than, God, than Strange New World. Size of my nose. Sorry. Strange New Worlds. Really big nose. No comment. Um, Strange New Worlds reached more people than Enterprise did. Mm. Dude, could they drop like fucking but, two lines but of coke? It doesn't really matter. Discovery still is the lowest ranking live action series so that pleases me right because you know we can sit here and we can say strange new worlds has a couple of good episodes right it, it you you have you have to admit no. that it has a no. it has a no. couple of good episodes no i've um, not seen any it's a, it's a bigfoot fucking prove it it has okay reasonable episodes but okay all right hang on a second really discovery simple, has keith, none yeah yeah keith really simple yeah it should be done on viewing figures. Getting the viewing figures for Strange New Worlds minus the musical episode because we already know that one. Yeah, sorry, they've got the fucking Nielsen ratings. <laughs> sorry, um, it got into the Nielsen ratings. Yeah, that um, one did. What about the rest? They're basing it on rankings. It's not viewing figures. It's rankings, fan it's rankings. Wank, then. Yeah, because you've got some mental fucking Star Trek fans, and you've told me about them because you speak to them on mm. Facebook. Why are you on Facebook? Um, I have to Sorry. be for many reasons, but I do spend too much time fucking in these groups arguing with people because they don't know what they're talking about. Um, although Dave McCunning gave the perfect uh, argument this week. Um, he gave the perfect analogy. Um, if you haven't watched his latest video, he talks about a restaurant that you know, you've been going to for 20 years. It's always had the best steak. It's always had the thing. But in the last few years, you've noticed that you know they've changed chefs. And it's not as good anymore. But you still go there because you're used to it. You're used to it. But you know it's not as good. And you don't want to admit it. That's what Star Trek is. And to a certain extent, it's true. With the exception of Picard Season 3. It's, um, it's not like what. It's like, it's like that. Um, it's like that. It's short. Um, it's, it's, if he painted it red, he could be that that clown character. Fuck in, off! In One Piece. Let's um, see, let's see your profile, mate. Well, yeah, there you go. I'm not going to stand up. You've got a fairly big <laughs> fucking snout too. <laughs> um. Uh, it's a um, recent. It's it's a recent. Anyway, look, that's... Discovery ranks the ranks the lowest, and that's what I was trying to get to. Strange New Worlds doesn't entirely surprise me that it ranks higher than Enterprise in their in, in the thing. It does not rank higher in their list. Uh, they rank Enterprise at number two uh, in in rewatchable thing, and they actually said that Voyager had the most rewatch re, uh, re, um, 
their opinion is that Voyager has the most rewatchable episodes. I'm not sure, though. Year oh, of Hell these... is a damn. There's a lot yeah, of rewatchable right. episodes. Deep Space Nine. Year of Hell, Scorpions one and two. There's a lot from um, the last seasons. What's the one, what's what's the one with the the the, the Daedalus? Where they've got the weird. And the one with the warp drive, where they get the, the ship that looks like it can do a slipstream and it can't yeah. because it's an alien one pretending to be theirs. You've got the one with the... Thank you, actually, now I think about it, most individual, non-serialized, rewatchable episodes. Yeah. I agree I with think, that. I think Because when you actually think about it, you look back at Deep Space Nine, there are some rewatchable Oh, we have episodes. to watch the whole series in one go. You have to do the whole thing. You, I cannot if watch you, If you do Deep Space Nine, you have to do one after the other. But um, I do, I mean, one of my favorite episodes is still the Magnificent um, thing. I think Deep Space Nine has the most critically acclaimed episodes. Um, and there are some amazing episodes. If you're going to do a political episode in, in, you know, in what was it? The one with um, uh, um, Cisco as the writer in the 50s, that was just, it was perfectly done. It, and and the other one where they they do the sort of fifth you know the slightly future version of the riots in in mm. San Francisco again something that could actually fucking happen um, because because um, because there is some weird politics going on at the moment that that points towards this um, so um, I know I know it's kind of scary um, but um, Deep Space Nine probably has the most critically acclaimed. Episodes, but Voyager does have the most rewatchable episodes. I think. I think it does, I, one of the, my favorite episodes of Deep Space Nine is the one where they're playing James Bond and they're trying to defeat the simulation. And just Cisco comes in at the end and just turns around and goes, "Now fuck it, kill the world." It's only a game for fuck's sake. And that was just like the most adult thing to do. There's a, there's a meme that, that that just every time I see it, it just pisses me off, and I've stopped commenting on it. But like you know, to all the people bitching and moaning about mu musicals, uh, you know, Star Trek being a musical, and they just show a picture of Vic Fontaine. It's like you're an idiot. Whoever made this meme is a fucking idiot. <laughs> because not only is Vic Fontaine totally in context with the show, right? It wasn't a musical episode. It was a holodeck program. Context, right? And Vic Fontaine was a character that was there purely to help them get over the horrors of war. <laughs> the character was there for a damn good reason. And it was completely believable and viable. Star Trek characters suddenly spontaneously coming out into musical and music coming from nowhere because they went into a new universe. is not the same fucking thing, you moron. Sorry. As I said, if, if you had Q and Q was fucking around, it would have made more sense. Exactly. That's how you anyway, do it. I think on, 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 on that destructive note, I've got a pair of itchy bollocks that I need to scratch. So... <laughs> so next week and... is First Contact. So, yes. and, and, and arguably the best next-gen film. Arguably. It's a toss-up. We, we we can argue uh, if you think the the what's its face is the best one, but um, that's just Star Trek too. Um, so, <laughs> and we'll watch that. You've got to watch it knowing that now. All right. and you tell me it's anyway. not Star Trek too. Um, but yeah, Star it's, Trek First Contact. Yeah, Star Trek First Contact. So we've got that one to watch next week. 
Is this final episode of Ahsoka? Do I have to watch it? I thought I was watching the final no, episode of Ahsoka. No, it's not. Two week. episodes. It's two more episodes. Oh, fuck that. So um, you don't right, have to well, watch I'll next I'll find something week. interesting to watch. Oh, Slow Horses, end of the year. So December the 1st. Um, and you're getting two episodes. No, it ends on the 29th. So you're getting first ah. two episodes on December the 1st. Then it's all throughout December. Finishes on December 29th. It's got a full season. Um, so you're all good. It's already safe. You've got a full season. Um, so yeah, okay, we're cool. getting slow horses. Um, oh, yes. good because that's 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 a good watch. Um, anyway, uh, with that, we just want to say thank you guys for watching. So let's thank Biffa, Steve. Has Chuck put out his Iceland videos yet? No, he's putting out New York first. Ah, right. I need. I'll, 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 I will catch up when he puts the Iceland videos out because I'm actually really interested to see. I've seen. I've seen New York. Iceland, I haven't seen as much of, so I'm more interested in that. Uh, we've also got Be A Stupid Gamer on there, who is a Twitch streamer. He's very caustic and funny. Um, I think he'll be playing tonight on Twitch. So you can you can do that. Uh, you can go, go watch him on Twitch. Keith, we take the piss out of you on there. And Nigel. And you're not around to hear it. I expect nothing less. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you guys for watching. It's been fun. And we will catch you next week. See you next week. Goodbye, Keith.